Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom. Like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, Right. For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do. It. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. What is going on everybody? My name is Cutter Lawler. Welcome back to another week of Movie Mondays. This is the Heroes for Hire podcast. We are back again talking all the week's movie news, entertainment news, and just generally having a bit of a chit-chat about everything to do with film. As always, I am joined by my partner in crime, Mr. Sean Me and Sean, how's it going? Good, Connor. Gonna be honest, a little bit late for me. You know, we're we're now behind the curtain uh we're recording this yeah. on a sunday if anything happens yeah. on monday we might not be up to date on that yeah. news it's also yeah. it's late i'm a little bit sleepy i think i'm gonna be calmer than i usually am <laughs> i I'm think get, so gonna get I'm less gonna angry about one. less things yeah yeah, yeah. just a, a late night with the boys I, it's yeah normally we record these a bit earlier maybe around six or seven yeah tonight, the sun is still up t- tonight it's dark tonight it, tonight it's night time it's sleepy bedtime so now Sticky I'm wondering, Sean, if your mood is going to be completely changed. Maybe this time you'll turn around. Maybe you'll like comic book movies from this oh, moment do, on. Do you know what? I'd love to. I'd love if that happened. <laughs> I'd love if they were good. God <laughs> yeah. damn it. I'd love if it all improved because I talked about them later. I'd love it night. if I wasn't this cynical husk of a man anymore. <laughs> if I could feel joy, that'd be excellent. <laughs> Um, also, and then I was just, you know, out and about today, driving to the airport, driving back. We're all, we're all having busy lives, right? We're, we're, yeah. It's happening. Yeah. But like, we're, we're here, lives. Sean. We have lives outside <laughs> this podcast, but here we are. We're here, Sean, right? <laughs> we and make we're, the time. We're, we're coming in, right, with some strong news this week, because, oh, boys, I've heard, and I don't know if you're going to like this, Sean, uh, I, I like by the way, I have structured this show specifically to try to annoy him several no, times, so I'm really goes. glad. <laughs> I am fully convinced. I'm just going to be chill. You'll be laissez-faire about the whole thing. Okay, you know what? Some game people on. will like it. <laughs> um, also, if you could give us a like and review, whatever podcast platform that you're listening to this on, it would really help us out. Um, we have a Patreon as well, down below. No more time for any of that stuff, Sean, because no Daredevil. Daredevil oh. bored again. Yes. Um, have you heard anything of it? Uh, yes, uh, Charlie Cox and Vincent D'Onofrio returning. Uh, Disney Plus series uh, of D- Daredevil. A longer series as well. I think it's like 12 or 18 episodes. And by the way, this is a great way to do news, is that I have the news and then I just throw it to you and go, have you heard anything? Yeah, you make all of your claims, Sean, and then I'll just disprove them immediately. <laughs> no, no, I think everything you just said, completely correct. Well, yeah. we have further news in regards to Daredevil Born Again, <clears throat> because there are a new, a few new rumours claim that not only is Vinny D coming back, not only is Charlie oh. Cox coming back, oh, the big Foggy Nelson also <gasps> returning, right? Yeah. But Sean, the one that I think you're really going to like, John Bernthal hmm. coming back as the Punisher on the Disney Plus Daredevil show. This is, that look, he's great as, as the Punisher. I don't know how that character is going to work in the MCU. That was that was the one that made me scratch my head. Um, the the rumor is claiming that John Bernthal will return as the Punisher in the series. Um, he, he, 
I think the main issue with all of this is just, you know, the Punisher, his whole deal is he likes a bit of murder. He, he's yeah. a big fan of it. He's, he um, loves murder. He loves killing people for who, <laughs> who commit crime. Uh, Ultimately punishing them for things they've done. Yes, that's his whole jam. But it's usually very violent, bloody and merciless is his whole thing. <laughs> Like, yeah. I, I think, yeah, I did a report on the Punisher for Hero Zero and he's like, he's a master torturer. He uses all kinds of uh, weapons, a lot of tools at his disposal and he's not afraid to hurt people. Whereas usually in the MCU, it's like there'll be a bit of a scrap, a lad will get thrown against the wall and he'll just kind of slump. And that's how most of the fights. Oh go. my arm! I yeah. call it the the Power Rangers effect. Of if you ever watch any Power Rangers episode, someone's always holding their left arm. But I don't know why. Yeah. Like they get fucking blown up. But when they get up, oh my fucking shoulder, man! It's popped out. I don't know how, but it always does. It's a it's a rickety one. You know that's what I mean? That's the thing. So I like of all, like and look. I'm glad that the Punisher is coming back, but it raises more questions about what's canon from those Netflix shows. What's Jessica Jones is also coming back in the Echo series. I heard as, this, as as Kristen know. Ritter is coming back. I think, yeah. And I think uh, Luke Cage is rumoured to be coming back as well. The only one I think who's not <laughs> even rumoured is Danny Rand Ironfist. No, nobody has started a petition. <laughs> no, like, yeah, there's no fan outcry of like, give us the Iron Fist, please. I <laughs> Return the Iron Fist, please. I think he might show up in Shang-Chi too. And I hope out. someone kicks the shit out of him. Just like, no, he shows up and everyone just dogpiles on him and just beats the shit out of him. What if they canonically just kill him? And just like, oh, the Iron Fist was killed. <laughs> Have the thing where, end of Shang-Chi, right? Shang-Chi 2. He comes running in. There's a big fucking dragon or a killer dragon or some shit is about to take over the world, right? Shang-Chi's mm-hmm. like, I don't know how to handle this. Danny Rand comes running over the hill, waving his arm. He's like, I've got it. I'm here to help. I've got a magic punch. Just as he's there, Dragon eats him. Dragon just eats him straight out. Dragon just eats him. We don't even we don't even have a dramatic scene. We don't even have a scene where like he somehow survives. He's just dead. Do you know that scene in Jurassic World where the lady who was looking after the kids is snapped up by pterodactyls and then dropped in. <laughs> the, to the most unnecessary death of all time. Yes, I do know it. Give that to Iron Fist, please. <laughs> it's not enough. It's not enough. It's just, I want it's, at least another three more fake outs where he gets fucked out with a war and another dinosaur comes in. I want to see... Or I want, like, every scene is in, I want him to be, like, precariously carrying a box of scissors down a staircase. <laughs> carrying a piano upstairs. Yeah, yeah. And there's just, a bunch of knives behind them. Oh, no. Make an Iron Fist movie, but it's objectively just Final Destination. <laughs> and just kill him in various ways. <laughs> That's so mean to the actor. I mean, it's not his fault. It's not it's his mostly, fault. They, win, they wrote him terribly. but They wrote him terribly, does, gave him no fight training for a, a, a martial artist. Like. This this does raise the question of why I wanted to bring this up first and foremost, is we love Daredevil, right? Yeah. Daredevil, the series, excellent series. End of season two. Uh, not great. Season three, season three. got three. back though. <laughs> got back. <laughs> so, but I mean... When it went over to Disney Plus with Marvel taking over it and then them bringing it in, they're like, it's not going to be the same Daredevil. It's going to be a slightly mm. different version of that. And we assumed that meant a bit more lighthearted, a bit, yeah. a bit, a bit more PG. Um, but with that, I'm like, okay, Daredevil, a bit more PG, that's fine. Foggy Nelson, who cares? He's there. Great stuff. Um, Jessica Jones appearing in Echo, I was like, that's a bit weird. What's at, what is canon? What's not canon? Now John Bernthal coming back as the Punisher, I just I'm very confused. What it, what's the it, idea? Yeah, it further blurs the lines, and then like I think um, that like Jessica Jones showing up in Echo, that's like you could conceivably introduce that character fresh, like but and then do like Daredevil. Like pick and choose some of the stuff. I'm waiting. I'm holding judgment on Daredevil until I see him in She-Hulk, because mm. I, that'll set the tone of like what they are doing for that character. 
that'll be what he's like. And it, like, I'll be honest, unless he's exactly like he is in the Daredevil series, I'm going to be a little disappointed. That is actually a really interesting point, just in terms of doing all these characters again, is that you run the risk of, like... I don't want to say ruining the character because I think that's overreaction. But yeah. like, you have a character, you've got an actor who plays the character really well, really well written. But if you take the same character, it's like they've put like a they've put a robot, a robot, but they've given it the same face as the character that we like. But yeah. it's like a completely different written character. So it's kind of like does I suppose the first one still exists, so you can still like the things you like that were good before. But That's the thing, but you, by recasting the same actor as the same character, you set the expectation that it will be performed and acted and directed in a way that makes sense for how it was previously portrayed. Yeah, like, does that make if, sense? If they recast J.K. Simmons as J. Jonah Jameson, but he played it completely differently, mm. it's a different character at that point. Yeah, and it, I think it's just confusing. Like, yeah. I, like I, I don't. And now I'm an idiot, so like I just get confused very easily. But like you show me John Bernthal's per- Punisher, and then he comes in and he doesn't want to kill anyone, and he's like just punching people and kicking yeah. people, and he's like, oh, we gotta get this crime off the streets and put him in jail. And I'm like, that's not really the vibe that yeah. I know you had. Like I feel like it, like the Punisher as well has to be. He's so he he's like. He's the, the the opposite end of the scale to Daredevil. Like that's what Daredevil could be if Daredevil wasn't a good person. Um but like I feel like they'll just do Punisher as like, oh he's just slightly worse than like John Walker is. Yeah. And and what about Vincent D'Onofrio then as Kingpin? Like you just have basically I would say the same scenes, but you just don't have the one scene where he loses cool. And like yeah. smashes a guy's head in with a car door just to let you know don't fuck with him. I I mean that would be an amazing way to be like no 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 we're doing this like we're fully doing this. Mm. like the MCU did like a, an equivalent to the car door scene that would <laughs> I, be insane. You can't do it better than the car door scene because no, it's just you like can't. he's so cab and he's like yeah okay you and your brother yeah you've. The man with the mask is after ruining you again. Okay, that's pretty he's, good. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just, just get out of the car for a sec. Just want yeah. to show you something. <laughs> he's fairly... Like, Kingpin in Hawkeye is fairly consistent with with, with what we know... what You know, the Kingpin we've seen before. Because mm. Kingpin has already appeared in the MCU. Like, he's... he's yeah. He got... In, in the Hawkeye. But it, was that... I, we never really got... I don't, I don't think he was on long enough to get, like, a proper vibe from him. Fair. That's a fair thing to say. He's He is more comic booky in Hawkeye. Mm. Like, he's... Have you, have you seen it? Or Yeah. We yeah, reviewed that, it, didn't we? <laughs> oh, no, we didn't. didn't. We didn't, because no one cares about Hawkeye. But uh, <laughs> I, actually, I actually quite like that Hawkeye show. But... Um, He's 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 like shrugging off bullets and he's like he's taking arrows to the chest and being fine. That's a bit more fantastical than we've seen mm. in Daredevil before. Um and also, spoilers for Hawkeye, I guess, but it's been out for nearly a year. Um he he does get shot in the head at the end. <laughs> so if they wanted to make any wild changes to how he acts that's yeah. probably how they'll do it. Maybe. They do the Wolverine Origins approach. Yeah. He's trying to forget it, he'll lose all of his memories. <laughs> um, so let's keep, I'm going to keep an eye on this, because the more announcements I get from this, I'm kind of like, is it the same? Are they just doing it the same, but worse? Yeah, just- I will say as well, I've turned off a lot of these alerts to my phone about like, oh, this mm. is what's coming up in Marvel. I, I, I want to be surprised again. I'll talk about it on the show, that's fine. <laughs> but like, I don't need every like, little yeah. morsel of information fed to me yeah. 24-7. Um, so moving on to our next piece of news, Sean, and it's about Netflix's Daredevil, or sorry, Nef- not Daredevil. Netflix's Netflix's Daredevil. Power Rangers reboot. You're um, very excited for this, of I mean, course, I am, I'm Rangers. over the moon, Sean. You, you just, yeah. you can't even imagine the, the oh, excitement Connor, level. We're both very positive today, so let's talk about this thing <laughs> that we both love. But look, we watched the Mighty Morphin Power Rangers movie over on the Patreon. We did indeed. We talked all about that great film. And you had thoughts. 
Um, and yeah, I and I'm a different person movie. now. <laughs> you, you had thoughts that, I, if I remember correctly, were less than positive. Whereas I, look, I, I had nostalgia. So I yeah. was like, it's shit, but it's fun. You had full-on nostalgia goggles for that. Yeah. Um, but I... I, I did not appreciate it in the same way and I made that known on the show, I feel. <laughs> so you're saying you wanted a reboot? Because in 2017 well, we got, we got one. one. We did yeah. get one, Connor, and, and it wasn't great. It, it, it did not perform as expected, no. I'm no. going to drop this character. <laughs> <laughs> no, it didn't perform as expected. But now we know that not only are we getting another Power Rangers movie, we're also getting a television universe reboot. So, pretty that's, good, Sean. That, okay, that's a lot of corporate buzzwords that you just put in that sentence. The television universe reboot. Now, what they're hoping for is that the movie and the show will have the same mature tone as the 2017 Power Rangers outing. Um, so, I mean, it might not be Mighty Morphin, but they will have, you know, a bit of Riverdale drama, I can only assume, amongst all of the morphic. <laughs> oh, there's going to be a lot of a lot of inter-team romance, I'm assuming. Uh, yeah. Got it, and then like you got to choose between being the Power Ranger or not being, you know, living a normal life and all this kind of thing. Would it not be more fun, just as a constructive feedback here? It would not be more fun to have it be the bombastic, colourful childhood Power Rangers, which is the main market you're appealing to, is people that watched it back in the day. Ah, but here, here's the thing. I suppose the idea is that they always have a new series for kids basically every year. Like, just change the fucking name to, like, yeah. Power Team, Mighty Team, whatever. They always yeah. have a different animal or a different vibe. So they're making hand over fi- money hand over fist doing that. That's gangbusters. We don't want to change the f- formula on that. But okay. if we also had... A drama, a bit of a serialized drama, Euphoria style, but instead Power Rangers. We could make millions in the adult market as well. I mean, that's doubling up. That's yeah, okay. And look, that would that would be interesting. Uh, and, and look, I'll be honest. Like a lot of Netflix series are quite good and have a, a good concept so you think and this is going to be good i think it has the possibility to be better than the 2017 reboot yes i think the 2017 reboot was written by a computer that script yeah. of like teenagers come together to save the world um but i think if you had better writing i do think there's like a proper market here for this kind of vibe i always come back to um, I don't know if anyone's seen it, but there was one. There was a short, like I don't know, maybe ten years ago now, like um, a fan thing or like a actual. It was like a fan made video, but made from like an actual director. And what it was was like 18's Power Rangers, but it was like it was only like ten minutes long, and it's on YouTube, and it's so fucking good, like it's amazing. Um, it's and like it's the best like, of what Power Rangers could be. It, but the thing about that is, it's like. It's something that they were never going to do for the movie because Saban or whatever, they were never going to go down that road of like proper like action because the idea is that they were all just like soldiers for like the government and then they all retired and then they were all getting picked off one by one um, by someone they couldn't find. And so then Tommy is like the most retired. He's like undercover. The government are all looking for him. And they basically want to kill him. But you see, like, one by one, they all get killed off. Like, say, like, um, the Blue Ranger becomes, like, the CEO of a company. And then he gets shot. And then you also have, like, um, the Black Ranger can't let it go. And so he keeps working as, like, an under... As a... As a hired... As a hired as guy... As a mercenary like, kind of As thing. a mercenary, basically. You drop him in and he kills a bunch of fucking... He's like... He goes to, like, Japan and he's killing, like, half the samurais there. Like, there's a big fucking gang. Oh, like Hawkeye in Endgame. <laughs> like Hawkeye in Endgame. But the idea is that, like, they've got... They're fucked up from PTSD from, like, fighting in all these battles. Yeah. And so then so they, it's such a good fucking series. And that coming out, I remember watching that going, they should do this for a whole movie. But then I realised they're never going to do that because you'd have to make it 18s. You couldn't make it uh, 12s or whatever, like PG-12. Yeah. And the audience just wouldn't be there for it. So I can understand 
them wanting to do this. They do say now for the series, what they want is less Zord fights, which I think translates to, we don't have the budget for Zord yeah. fights. We, we can't afford the Zords anymore. So, so they're going to have to fight within themselves. <laughs> the, the fight is internal at this point. Um, and they also want to have influences from Japan, um, which I don't know what that means. That could mean anything. Um, uh, yeah, but, like colours, I mean. That's probably what they mean by that. Yeah, <laughs> colours. Um, it's made by Lionsgate, by the way, this reboot. Um, oh, cool. Good. So... I, I, it's it, it's a it's a big enough name behind it. Like it's not one of these things that's made by like seventeen different production companies, and no one really has control. I'd be and I'd be interested to see what this is like. Power Rangers on Netflix. It has to be better than Titans, or it could be exactly the same as Titans. <laughs> Don't do that to me. I'm just <laughs> saying. We can trash both of your childhood fave team up shows <laughs> right now. But like, I realise they're both shit. Like, but ah, Titans, yeah. I had faded. Like, Titans was had some good episodes in season one, and then it was just so terrible on the other episodes that it just yeah. oh and man. Then it went downhill right quick. Oh, like. real quick. Um, and then, of course, you had um, what's the guy's name playing Batman? Uh, oh, uh, Jorah Mormont, uh, Ian Glenn. <laughs> <laughs> he's Batman no he's canonically Batman look Ian I will never forgive you who cast that what are you doing <laughs> but anyway we're moving also on. they could like for Beast Boy they clearly could only afford the model for like one green CGI tiger oh yeah he had one animal and they yeah. nailed that one animal and they were like right he's grad he's a tiger whatever it was yeah. a fight he's a fucking tiger it's grad um, but we're gonna move on Sean to our next piece of news and this is a piece what I will say is I don't know if you've heard but Avatar 2 has a movie coming out this year. Um, it's coming out way the, sooner than I... I mean, it just crept up on me, is what I'm trying to say. Yeah, at the uh, end of the year. Um, yeah. But here's the thing. That means James Cameron has been all over my fucking research for this show <laughs> every single week for months upon months. And it's always like bullshit stuff. Of, he's just doing interviews with he's everyone. He's just talking and he's just chatting shit. Like. He's just chatting shit because they're re-releasing Avatar 1 now to be like, going to make an extra bit of money. And then they're like, we're adding some extra seeds. Let's make yeah. sure everyone remembers what Avatar is about. And he's, he's on full offense right now with yeah. James. Um, but what he did, he did say one thing this week that really made me laugh. Um, it was James Cameron scrapped Avatar's two initial script because it wasn't subconscious enough. That's a ter- <laughs> oh, you know what the ruse of me being a calm, gentle boy is 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 rapidly Do you remember, failing. Remember when I said I pick stories just to annoy you? <laughs> yeah, that's exhausting when you do that. By the way. <laughs> But they're the ones that make me laugh. That's fine. That you can make you laugh. Like, like what am I like comedically, Connor? What am I meant to do with this story? Yeah, I'm just gonna be like. No, oh, well, I'm here's th- the thing. I just wanted. I I wanted you to listen to what he had to say, and then I okay. wanted you to maybe review it. Maybe have a few thoughts yourself about what was going on. Um, All right, I'll think about it. Uh, Cameron. Cameron revealed in an interview with the Times UK that he and his Avatar team had actually... Sean, you're going to love all of this. This whole paragraph you're going to fucking love. Deconstructed the 2009 sci-fi drama success in an effort to make lightning strike twice. (laughs) Jesus Christ. (laughs) So he's looking at Avatar 1 like... What did we do? Let's deconstruct it so we can do it again, guys. He's going to make objectively the same movie again. He just loves Avatar more than anyone else could possibly ever do it. I don't even think he does. I think he's just sunk so much into it at this point (laughs) that he just has to keep doing it. According to Cameron, the key ingredient was an extra layer of sensory subtext in Avatar's environments. And all films work on different levels, he said. The first is surface, which is character, problem and resolution. The second is thematic. What is the movie trying to say? But Avatar also works at a third level, the subconscious. (laughs) It's a secret third. It's also, it's not that deep of a movie. 
<laughs> blue aliens. <laughs> it's blue alien Pocahontas. Like that's that's the main thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And it just looked very nice, and that's why people saw it in two thousand and nine because we'd I, never seen anything like it I, before. I have we've never seen it. heard somebody buying into their own bullshit as much as James Cameron, very talented man. But for him to be like Avatar is a bit different because it works on three levels. Every other movie works yeah. on two. Our movie I've works on the subconscious. A new version of film. I'm that good. <laughs> and he says he wrote an entire script for the sequel, read it, and realized that it did not get to level three. <laughs> so he started over. But that's not even like that's just editing, really. Like. <laughs> He wrote the script, read back and thought, no, this could be better. And then he changed a lot of it. But he t- he changed it from things that he had put upon himself. He was like, it has to get to this third made-up level. It's and this be, doesn't get to the made-up level. It's going to be too laboured of a movie. Like, there's going to be, everything's going to be, like, micromanaged to the nth degree. To the yeah. point where, like, it just feels like a product is all it's going to be. I mean, genuinely, every week I see something mad coming out about this. And I just want... Sometimes I read a quote like that and I want you to share in the pain with me about what I have heard and read. What you had to go through. (laughs) About this man promoting this fucking sequel. Who Like, who wants to hear any of this either? (laughs) Him, apparently. Who Like, who is this for? Like, why make it after 13 years? Like, it, none of this tracks. I don't know it why it's a thing. it's on the subconscious, Sean. Like, yeah, but, the, but subconscious just means that you, like, it, it's like you think about it without actively sitting down to think about it. It's just in your brain. But he's most overthinking are, about it. So ultimately yeah. counteracting the subconscious. Yeah, but also, like, the subconscious just means that, no, it'll be used as a point of reference for things in the future. It'll be used as, like, dreams and shit. But, like, it, oh, I hate, I, oh, I hate, I, I find it really difficult to talk about, like, films and media like that. Because, because yeah. I don't believe any of that. So it would just feel, like, false coming from me. Yeah, I, I just feel like a movie can be good, and it can be good because the characters are well written. And yeah. maybe it's not be- and because of the universe you've created in said world, whereas characters work at the subconscious, I think should be, someone who says that should be immediately said, okay, somebody needs to stop. Yeah. <laughs> so there has to be somebody in his entourage, and you can goddamn right James Cameron has an entourage of oh, yes people, to be like, James, that's batshit insane, just write the fucking sequel. It's just kind of similar to the first one, but slightly different. The um, I don't know how to say this because I, I just decided to search up the Avatar community on Reddit uh, and just see how many members there are. Um, yeah. So there's about 18,000 members on that oh, Avatar no. Reddit. Now, it's not oh, a lot. No. There's then... Uh, there is the other Avatar, uh, you know, the last airbender, uh, mm. 1.2 million. Uh, just as as a frame of reference there for successful Avatar things. So, yeah, but this Avatar is going to make $3 billion, Sean. You watch. I really want it to flop. I want it to do so badly. I've never wanted someone to fail you know, so I actually bad. didn't have strong feelings on this movie, right? Before it came out, I was like, right, it might be bad. Who cares? I probably won't see it. But the more James has talked the more I have thought, wouldn't it be funny? <laughs> the shithouse in me has gotten more and more to the edge of, be kind of fucking funny though, wouldn't it? If, yeah. If it made very it, little money. <laughs> it, would be, it would just be hilarious. And it, would be, it would just throw all frames of reference for success out of the window. Because like, no <laughs> yeah. one would ever greenlight a sequel again if like the biggest movie ever just flopped on a sequel. Uh, it's insane um, man so Sean we're going to move on to our next piece of news and it involves one of our favourite shows that we've recently watched um, some some minor problems well pretty major problems but Miss oh. Marvel Sean yeah um, yeah four really good ep- three really good episodes out of yeah. six and and I would say two and a half not very good ones half of one is pretty good um, yeah, 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 but yeah so what's, what's going on with, with Miss Marvel Can't well Sean Unlike most of the Disney Plus series, it's now kind of come out that Miss Marvel may be getting a season two. Cool, I'd watch that. Yeah, honestly, the, it, there's a rumor that it is being renewed um, from the directors, obviously Adil El Arbi and Bilal Fala, who 
recently got cancelled doing their Batgirl film. Um, oh, yes. That <laughs> the oh, reason yes. Batgirl film got cancelled so their schedule open right up. They're, they're free as a fucking bird for the next Their book is clear, my friends. <laughs> so, and so, Miss Marvel has earned, obviously, pretty positive reviews all around. Um, mm-hmm. Obviously, terrible villain. But, the Marvels is also coming out. So we just assumed you're going to have Miss Marvel, then the Marvels, and then yeah. just kind of call it a day. But Miss Marvel's getting a season two, which I think could be really cool. I think so too, and like I hope they learn the lessons from season one. To like, because none of these Disney Plus series have gotten a season two yet, have they? No, not I, not that I know of. No, like, none one. have come out, so it'll be interesting to see after like release and reception and feedback what a second season of a Disney Plus show will be like. Also, has is this the first one that had a season two announced? Loki. Loki has season Loki's two. Loki's got season two. Yes, yes, yes. But like every other one hasn't. Like I, Falcon Winter Soldier, no. WandaVision, yeah. no. Uh, Hawkeye, no. Um, Moon Knight is, is like, Moon no. Moon is and isn't, but Moon, no, but yes. Moon Knight's really weird because he's like, he's not mainline MCU apparently, or like he is, but he's not going to interact all that much. It's very strange. And also Moon Knight season one ends on a cliffhanger for season two, but they haven't yeah. announced a season two. <laughs> It's very, very odd. Very, very odd. <laughs> but yeah, Miss Marvel could be getting the season two. I mean, I think that's pretty positive. I think so too. And it's like, they're really like, I think they know that they're kind of onto a winner with that character. I think like she's acted really well. Um, the stuff that works with that character works super well. And also given the the the, the big reveal with that certain piece of music uh, that happened, mm. I think exploring that in a Miss Marvel show could be quite interesting. Yeah, um, and I feel like obviously the Marvels is coming out next year, so that will even give her a bit more exposure worldwide. And so then when you do a Miss Marvel season two, I think you'll get even more people tuning in. Um, I think so, absolutely. Um, and then double down on the family. Always double down on the yeah, family. give me more family stuff. Don't do weird world-ending genie threats. Like, none of that. Just give me, no, a, give me a story. They, do you not like the clandestines? Sorry, the who? <laughs> the what? Oh, I blacked out. I blacked out. And missed it Which off. is worse? Okay, let's let's play a game. Which is a worse villain? Clandestines from Miss Marvel yeah. or the villain from Thor the Dark World? Malekith the Dark Elf? Uh, I think the clandestines are still worse because Malekith is just a bad guy. He's just a figure. But the mm. clandestines are just like, I don't know anything about them or what the fuck they want or why <laughs> they're, they're like there. They're like good and then they're bad and then they're like, ah, fuck you, I'm going to kill myself. Yeah, <laughs> I'm going back to my own world. Not, and then they like, ah, oh, it's, it's so fucking dumb. Also, there's like a, there's a, a Cameron is now bad. Maybe. Yeah, he's evil now, technically, well, he, kind of. He has powers and he can't control them and he's with the red, red scarf fellas. Uh, so he's got a whole like thing going on there. The Red Scarf. <laughs> Look, not everything in Miss Marvel is perfect. Okay? Look, a lot of it is not great, but a lot of it works. Red daggers works. is that the thing? Is that what they're called? I think that might be red daggers. We're willing to go with a limb and go watch the first episode of Miss Marvel. I think you'll like it. I, yeah, I think yeah. It's, it's it's good fun. Yeah, I think you could do episode one, two, some of three, skip four, <laughs> watch the end of skip five. five. And then uh, watch all of six. <laughs> Where does it rank in terms of She-Hulk? Because I know you're watching She-Hulk. Uh, it's about as... Like, the stuff that's good in She-Hulk is about as good as the stuff that's in Miss Marvel. Um, okay. She-Hulk is definitely, like, lower stakes overall, which I'm like... Okay, okay. Uh, um, so we're moving on, Sean, to our next piece of news, and it involves higher stakes. Oh. Cloverfield stakes. Because... Uh. Cloverfield 4 is in the works at Paramount. Cloverfield. Eek, four ver- Four-leaf four Cloverfield. Fuck. <laughs> huh? Paramount? they got to get you in the studio. Yeah. <laughs> I just, like, um, I'm just in a corner and I just pipe up every so often and make suggestions. <laughs> so, Cloverfield, obviously, big movie when it came out. Then we had 10 Cloverfield Lane, and then we also had the 2016 one, which was... The Cloverfield Paradox? Called? Cloverfield Paradox, yes. That was pretty good. Yeah, yeah. yeah. That, that thing was pretty good. Um, it, it, that apparently wasn't a Cloverfield movie until right at the end. 
Yeah, I think uh, it was just a normal script, and then they just added Cloverfield into the name. Yeah. yeah, it's grand. Um, it's but so Cloverfield four, obviously first one big, uh, big thing when it first came out. Second one, I think is fucking great. Ted Cloverfield Lane, I think that's a really good film. Third one, not very good at all. Fourth one, somehow from number four is coming, but it's like. I don't know if it has the same fanfare as it once had because I, I I know like it was an absolute cult classic. Yeah, like when the first Cloverfield came out, it was like holy shit because it yeah. had never been seen that way. Like, you'd never done a a big scary monster movie really in that way before, and it was so clever. Found footage of like that they just kept, so you never even have to see the monster that much because they're always just running. They're running and it's like shaky cam and out of focus and mm. it's all it, it's very by design. Um, is there any like is it just that there's the news that it's just moving ahead or is there any like details of what it might be? Does it tie into anything else? So I mean, the the news is that it is going to be an all new sequel with director Babak Anvari, who um, I I wouldn't know myself, but it also it JJ Abrams is producing it as well. So the bad robot. Uh, company that J.J. Abrams runs they are going to yeah. be in on this um, okay that's and you know who else is executive producing it who Matt Reeves Matt Reeves of Planet of, of the Apes of Planet of the Apes and the Batman so you have Matt Reeves and you've got J.J. Abrams Drew, Drew Goddard is going to be there as well um, so they're all kind of producing it on the side and then you also have Cloverfield uh, being written and directed uh, by Babak Anyari. So, like, I don't know where you go with Cloverfield is the issue. Because I feel like they've done the big monster comes to town, we all run away. Then they've yeah. done 10 Cloverfield Lane, which is a really cool, like, in the basement where it's like the monsters are outside. You don't need to see them, but they're out Or there. are they? Like, you don't find out until are, the yeah. end, really. Yeah. So where do you go from this? Like, do they have, like, a Pacific Rim-style robot monster to fight the real monster? See, I, I looked up the director, Babak Anvari. He's a horror director. Like, he's ah. mostly done horror films in the past. So I guess you do, like, uh, maybe smaller scale, like, you know... Uh, you you do a horror with the monsters from Cloverfield or like some variation on them, uh, mm. which like could be cool to just do like different I suppose genres in the Cloverfield universe because like uh, Ten Cloverfield Lane was like psychological thriller kind of a thing, um, and the first one was more of an action. Like yeah, end, nearly an end of the world of, movie. They're all kind of different subgenres. Of horror, like they're all different vibes. Yeah. I wouldn't say that they're the same. They're the same universe, probably in name, but they're all completely different vibes of what's going on. Yeah, and so I think just doing a straight, like you know, m- monster horror film out of Cloverfield mm. that could be quite fun, I suppose. M- monster versus monster, Godzilla style. You could do monster versus monster. You could do. Uh, Humans versus monster, army versus monster. Maybe there's little small monsters that are attacking things, you know? And then we gotta have a big monster named Godzilla to help us balance the universe. And then Kong comes in and he's got a big axe that he's made. And he's got a big axe, he's after putting it all together and then somehow we fight the Cloverfield monster? I would watch that. I would watch that also. And then the Pacific Rim robots (laughs) come in and it's like, oh, okay, that's fun. (laughs) Oh, they're here. Uh, I didn't know they were there. I love the idea that like the humans could have been doing anything but like on the slide a bit of like a really small factory putting together giant fucking robots with no technology while this monster just walks around crushing shit in the city for like two years. Things. Yeah, look, it's it's whatever. It's it's movie logic, it doesn't have to make sense all the time. Um, Sean, we're moving on to our next piece of news and this is some sad news um, about a movie I know that you were looking forward to. Um, it's a movie that I think spawned one of your greatest rants here on the show. Oh. Um, it's a Spider-Man spin-off from Sony. It's called oh. Craven the Hunter. Yes. Um, yes. Well, I have got some sad news, Sean, as <gasps> Craven the Hunter has been delayed. Oh, oh. I thought you were going to say cancelled and I got very happy for a second. <laughs> no, no, no. It's still coming. <laughs> but it's, it's still, still coming out, definitely. Slightly delayed. Oh, lads. 
Right. Is there a reason for the delay? Um, look, Variety has reported that Sony has officially delayed both Craven the Hunter and Madame Webb. Uh, oh. So Craven the Hunter initially was scheduled for January of next year. Yeah. Um, and is now apparently going to be coming out on October 6th of next year. This is what happened to Morbius, is that they, yes. d- they delayed it a whole bunch of times. Yes. But that means good things. Does it? <laughs> I don't know. Maybe. Explain one of them. <laughs> um, maybe it's so good that they're like, ah, the world ain't ready just yet. Another few. What months. if El Muerto is looking so good that they want to move that forward? <laughs> they're putting it in next week. Yeah. El Muerto's coming out. We don't even know about it. Um, but yeah, I just I wanted to I wanted to obviously check in with you because like I know this movie means a lot to you. I know you were no. looking forward January. You were counting down the days. Dude, this is such um, a bait. Like it's what it, are you talking about? Yeah, it's, I do you not care. I, I'm gonna actually. I probably won't watch this. <laughs> you I love Spider-Man and you love, love Craven's Last Hunt, which is a great Cra- comic book run. Yeah, they're definitely Craven. going to adapt it. It's they're <laughs> definitely going to adapt it immediately in this film. Uh, but this, Connor, this is this uh, this is a wanky thing to say. This isn't Craven. <laughs> this is not Craven the Hunter in this movie. We all know Who is it. it. It's Aaron Taylor Johnson playing a Peter Warrior, playing a man. <laughs> Playing a man man who's called Craven. Who can't fight Craven's greatest foe, the reason. The reason. Oh, he's so. But they don't have Spider Man, so they're they're launching their own universe, Sean. No, like, okay. No, I'm not watching Craven. I'm not giving him any money. Maybe Uh, maybe the idea is that they want to have a bit of a Halloween vibe. So you release in October, get a bit more Halloween vibes from this monster. Uh, but he, he's into animals. Maybe some animals are like horrific. I'm not quite sure. Uh, I like it's he's going up against the chameleon, so I guess you have like masks and stuff if you go that way about it. Um, but it's going to be like it's it's going to be Morbius, but about animals. Like, well, how do be you feel someone- about? How do you feel about Madame Webb getting delayed? Because now that's been delayed from the October slot back to February of the next year, so 2024. I mean, that's just ridiculous. Like the fact that that's happening without Spider-Man is even more ridiculous. Uh, the <gasps> Maybe the go- plan, push it back enough, and then eventually Marvel will forget that they also now own the rights. We bring Spider-Man or Tommy Holland back in under the down low. We got an old Spider-Man universe already lined up. It's, but, but you can't, oh, but those characters need Spider-Man for, like, the, the impetus for the things that they do. Uh, <laughs> and, like, oh, and okay. And then if you break, like, because there's so much, that universe is so scattered at the minute anyway, because who belongs where and what does what. They got Michael Keaton's Vulture in. He's, He's in Morbius. Morbius. Venom is also there. You have Craven Venom the was also in uh, the Marvel universe for like a day <laughs> and then he got transferred yeah. back and canonically there's a piece of venom in like the the symbiote in yeah. the mcu now so is that going to be like is, is it going to yeah. find another tom hardy like an alternate tom hardy and when that morphs is it going to be tom hardy or is it just going to be another person does he yeah like does the alternate tom hardy does they do they know that the <laughs> like do they look the same as the original tom hardy because the spider-man variants look different but the doctor strange variants look the same how's that mm. going to work Where, like <laughs> What's going on here, man? And where does Craven come in? And how he how he hates animals or loves animals or he doesn't kill animals or something? Do, like because he's an anti-hero, so he's like trying to stop poachers. From, like he's he's, he's, yeah, he's against poachers, but his whole thing is that he's a big poacher in the comics. A, he is a big game hunter. Like he'll <laughs> he he just like he 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 wants to kill. He wants to kill animals so he can prove he's the strongest. To the point yeah. that he does he doesn't use guns because he thinks it's cheating. So he'll kill an animal with his bare hands. And he runs out of animals to kill, which is why he starts hunting Spider-Man. Yeah, he starts hunting Spider-Man and like superheroes in general. Like he's just he's a psychopath. He mm. cloned himself 100 times and raised them. them as kids and then made them all fight to find who would be the strongest one and then he killed him. <laughs> It's insane. He can't. Now, now he's a nice boy. Now he's an anti-hero. You know what I mean? He's just, he's all about love, but he's also a bit confused. He's a dark, he's a bad boy. You know he's, what I mean? He's, he's your classic bad boy, but I don't yeah. give a shit about Sony's 
Spider-Man stuff. I'm done it, with they've, it. They've delayed it until October of next year anyway. So you're you're free for another few months. Excellent. Excellent. I'm not review I'm not even we're not talking about it on the show. Like I'm not rev- I'm not I'm doing a full it, review of it. You can do it on your own then. Like I'm not entertaining this at all. <laughs> this is the we have a limited space been. in our lives for things we enjoy and I'm done filling it with <laughs> shit that's pumped out just to keep contract negotiations a bit By the easier. Way, can I just say, me and the <laughs> listeners knew this was coming, right? Because yeah. <laughs> you said, I'm going to be all chill and calm this week. But I knew Sleepy Sean was in there somewhere, right? So he was a bit grumpy. He hadn't had yeah. his nappy nap, right? So I knew if I kept poking the bear enough <laughs> and I had Craven lined up... <laughs> you were that fucking in the barrel ready to go. <laughs> 40 minutes later I'm like another poking and then another few another few jibes and then pull out Craven Trump card he's got nothing left he's going to be ready to go and it worked worked. you know what it did I fell right into your trap much like a hunter (laughs) hunts animals he doesn't hunt animals Sean he loves animals (laughs) I uh, look if this movie's a bait and switch and it turns out he's actually a killer the whole time props to them also how do you do a whole movie on that who's the villain who's the hero I think he's fighting his dad. I think his dad's like his the, dad's the, killed fourteen elephants, and he's only killed twelve. And he's I like, think oh, that's it. Jesus. Look, his dad's like the the craven, the hunter, like that we know. Uh, but he's not the the whole. Like, oh, he's just he's just. It's going to be so <laughs> shit. It's going to be. It's going to be worse than Morbius. I would say. Ah, come on. And actually, no, actually, ah, it's so on. much of a deviation from anything that made the character good. That no, I, I think, think Morbius is worse strictly for Jared Leto. I think Jared Leto immediately makes Morbius worse. His I think if you separate art from artist, right? Which I, look, I'll be honest, I don't on, I don't often do. Uh, yeah. But if you just it, 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 like see that man as an actor in a movie, that like I think uh, Craven the Hunter will be worse than Morbius in that respect. I think it'll be a worse film. Okay, <laughs> we're gonna I move hate on it so much. We're gonna move on to our next piece of news, and it involves James Bond, Sean. Okay, because um, some some of the producers of James Bond obviously they've had a difficult time finding a new James Bond, and they're still saying it's early days, is what they've told Variety. So I don't have any news on who's rock solid favorite for yeah. the movie role. What I do have is one of the producers said something that really caught my eye. Um, and this is probably going to hinder their ability to find a new James Bond because it's James Bond producers say that they're looking for a 007 who will commit for 10 to 12 years. That's steep. That is steep to ask. I think that rules out Idris. Probably rules out. I think Idris is gone now. He's he's gone from the the casting pool. The, um, like it, like it kind of feels like there as well that James Bond is waiting for, someone to do you know the way like Casino Royale was such a departure from what previous Bonds had been because like the Bourne movies had come out by then yeah it, I think they're waiting for Hollywood to do the next big tre- trend that they can capitalise on and then we're <laughs> going wow it's such a reinvention of Bond <laughs> they did what, it again <laughs> that's what the Broccoli family are waiting for um, oh, 10 man. to 12 years as well like if say Bond like the next one comes out in 2025 like, you're signing someone on until, like, 2037, conceivably. Yeah, and, and the thing about that is, that rules out, I would say, everyone who's on the bookies list. Yeah, because like, Cavill Henry and everyone Cavill, like that. Henry yeah. Cavill is not signed up for te- 12 years to play a character. I mean, he's already got locked into Superman once. He got one of those contracts. Yeah. I think it'd be crazy for him to be like, yeah, I'll do another one for 12 years. Why not? Yeah, because... Like, say you're casting, like, your your average James Bond these days. You're casting, like, an early 30s actor, generally. So, like, uh, yeah, a lot of the bookies' pools have been, like, late 30s, early 40s recently, I would say. Now, you can mm. do an older Bond. And they have done older Bonds in the past. But I feel like that's not the direction they'll go with this one. No, I, I think I think we should all probably take a moment to be like, they're definitely not going to cast anyone we probably know. And if it is someone yeah. we know, it's going to be someone in their 20s or early 30s. Because cast an unknown. I, I think they probably will cast, maybe not an unknown. What, what we're looking for is like maybe the star of a recent Netflix show. 
that like is a sex quite, education actor like, or something like, like that. Like something that's like quite famous, but also one of the actors is 28. And you're like, yeah. okay, lock them in. Okay. It could be uh, the dude who plays Vecna in Stranger Things. Ooh. I, I was going to say it could be Finn. <laughs> Finn, Finn Wolfhart. I, I don't know. I think you got to do British. I think you got to get a British actor. Tom Holland play would play it. Tom Holland would, actually. But I don't they, think he, I couldn't see him playing that. James I can't Holland. see him signing on after Spider-Man no. for another 12-year contract. <laughs> see, that's the uh, thing. Like, once they get locked into one of those superhero contracts, and then they're like, do you want to sign in for another 12 with you for James Bond? Because Daniel Craig, like, he got to do other movies. But if you're if you're filming seven months of the year around the world in one of these movies, the other yeah. five months, you probably want to go home and do nothing. Because you're going you to be spend everything. some of the money you made from being Bond. Because he like. made like $120 million for doing the last two James Bond movies. And he's well within his rights to do that. Um, but yeah, so they're, they're looking for maybe someone who's a bit older. Now, uh, also Pierce Brosnan, Irish Pierce Brosnan, so we got it covered. Yeah. Uh, he said, he said, I don't care who plays the next James Bond. <laughs> Man's done. Man does not care. Sick of it. Man does not, he's tired of hearing about Bond all the time. He's doing um, the Black Adam uh, promos at the minute, like the promotion. Yeah. And someone's clearly like, James Bond, for like the nine million time he's been asked this fucking question since 2005. Yeah. Thinking, Who's the next James Bond? Who's going to be next James Bond? And you just point, start fucking with him. And just, because it'll be a headline. It's like, oh, Brendan Gleeson. He should be the next James <laughs> just Bond. Just name a specific person. Or yeah. it makes up someone. Like... Have you heard of um, Jimmy Kelly? Jimmy's doing it. Jimmy's a new yeah, Irish actor. Jimmy Kelly. Barry. Give it to Barry. <laughs> Barry. And they're like, Barry Keown. No, no, no. Barry no. Keown. Barry, no, Barry Keown's guy I know Barry. brother. <laughs> the, uh, like, I, like, oh, it's, it's very strange. It's very, very... That that whole, like, casting... It's that and Doctor Who casting is always, like, the ones people gamble on. Uh, yeah. And uh, what I will say is Henry Cavill, by the way, Bucky's favourite by a mile, two to one. Wow. Um, locked in. The re, re, uh, Regine Page is uh, seven to Actually, two. Actually, he'd be good. He'd be a good Tom, bond. Tom Hardy five to one. Um, I'd like to see Tom Hardy. Did you see him winning that fucking um, jujitsu tournament? Oh yeah. Weekend. He just he just entered into it just like completely unnamed. He walked in. He fucking won the thing in Brazilian yeah. jujitsu. He's a very chill dude. Um, <laughs> The like Did he, it, Daniel Craig, imagine the Daniel Craig fight scenes. Imagine, imagine the Tom Hardy fight scenes because oh. he's just like I could literally rip your arms off. <laughs> They'd be a lot more brutal, all right. <laughs> yeah. Um. So we got to move on, Sean, to our next piece of news, and uh, we're finishing off Movie Mondays this week uh, with some news that really caught my eye. Mm-hmm. And it's about Marvel Studios and their Fantastic Four. Movies. Ah, excellent, um, yes. Because during the D23 Expo, we also, we revealed that obviously Matt Shackman is going to be directing the movie, um, but they now have um, the writers, Jeff Kaplan and Ian Springer, to come in to write the movie. Now, if you're wondering who they are, they're kind of, I don't want to say unknowns, I think that's kind of mean to them, but yeah. they wouldn't be... A-listers that you could bring into the movie. Kevin Feige, what he's done here is he's gone out to get two writers that are probably a bit lower on the on everyone's thoughts and brought them in. Very similar to what, say, he did maybe with Taika Waititi, um, maybe with James Gunn, maybe just an unknown, bring them in to work on the project. But what really caught my eye about these Fantastic mm-hmm. Four writers is that not only there's rumours, Sean, I've got rumours, that not yeah. only are they writing the first Fantastic Four movie, they've That's been told the to get ready. Connor. <laughs> they've been told to get ready for a two and three, and to have ideas locked in. <laughs> Man, that's. I mean, they, look, they must be confident. Marvel wouldn't greenlight something if they weren't confident. Eh? Well, I'm sure. Uh, I'm sure. But okay, the fact. Okay, that's that's kind of good then because it's it lets them know as writers, no, you can seed ideas for later movies. You don't have to try and cram all of your ideas into mm. this one, you know, two and a half hour block. Like you can you can pace yourself with it. And I I think 
It's an interesting one because um, what then came out was that those writers, Kevin Feige has actually been working with those two lads previous before Matt Shackman came on board. So oh. we're only hearing about them now as their official like announcement of these are the writers we're bringing in to work on Fantastic Four. But Kevin Feige was working with them separately, the three of them. And now they bring in director Matt Shackman, who's going to come in. And yeah. I think they might, those three probably have come up with a few ideas themselves. And then you have Matt coming in to be like, I don't want to do it like that. I'd like to do it like this. But well, I don't know. The, 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 the other side of that coin is that they had, like, they wanted to, like, you know, flesh out. Because Kevin Feige was like, here's the beats you have to hit as writers. How would you get these characters from A to B to C in this script? And then they did that and they had their ideas. And then they were like, okay, now who's a director who would suit this? Mm. And Kevin was like, oh, from one division. Similar things were done. And so we'll bring in Matt Shackman. Yeah, that that's actually a very good point. I think that could be a great way to, like, I think it fills me with confidence. I, th- I think because I don't know if I'm 100% sure, because Fantastic Four movies, they're just hard to do. I, it's interesting to do them this late in the game and pull it off perfectly, but I mean... If there's any company yeah. that could do it, or they could make it average, <laughs> we don't know. They could also just make it average and straight down the line. That is always a risk. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm like, I, I don't want to get excited for it. Yeah, the, I'm in the same boat. Where I'm like, Penn Badgley, Jodie Cobra, great casting. Now Shackman yeah. coming into direct with Feige, Kaplan, Springer working on it. I'm like, it's a pretty fucking good team. Yeah. Are, but also, are Badgley and Cobra, are they, they're not confirmed. That's just heavily, 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 confirmed, heavily, heavily but they're, rumored. They're not not confirmed, is what that, I'm Yeah, it's like, oh, Andrew Garfield's definitely not in No Way Home. Yeah, I th- it's it's one of those vibes. Until they, I, re- I think they were going to announce at D23, but then they didn't. And so now everyone's kind of like, okay, when are we going to hear this announcement? But I mean, it'd be pretty cool if they didn't announce anything until the trailer dropped. It just dropped the fucking trailer. That would be amazing. That would act, that would be fantastic, Connor. It's never going to happen, though. <laughs> Absolutely no, not. not um, do you think Fantastic Four will be good, Sean? Very early predictions. I want you to come down hard on one side right now, a few years out. No. <laughs> <laughs> In my heart of hearts right now. <laughs> Probably not. <laughs> At the minute, that's what we come for. Just rock solid opinions. And just, they'll, they'll, that won't change, Sean. I know you. I think you'll stick to that. Even if it's I, the best movie ever. Absolutely. I'll say, no, it's terrible. No, it's grand. It's fucking it's shite. It, uh, it's all right. It's all right. So I would it's, say. It's, it's fine. It's a six out of ten. Yeah. Um, Sean, I think that's it for this week's Movie Mondays. It's been a week. It's been a week of Movie Mondays. I really, oh, I thought I could hold out, but I lost it right at the end. Yeah, I, you nearly up. got there, but then the grumpiness shone true. What's going to happen is you take a little rest. Mm-hmm. Weird News Wednesday coming up on, obviously, Wednesday. I, yeah. want, you, I want you back. Like, full of beans. I, I want you positive. I'm going I'm to hit you with some weirdness and I want you to go, they're dead right. That Florida man did the right thing. I agree. I can, I can give you a neutral. You're not getting positive. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just about fine. <laughs> Would you like me to take us out, Connor? <laughs> yes, please. Thanks, everyone, for listening to this episode of Movie Mondays. We'll be back on Wednesday with Weird News Wednesday, Friday with Hero Zero, and next Monday with another episode of Movie Mondays. Big shout-outs to everyone over on Patreon who supports the show every month. You have Roisin, Chunky Loves Palmer, Joe Burney, Ryan Technically Fine Evanson, Waffles Loves You and Hopes You Have a Good Day, David Clark, Sean Chuckin in the Wash and It'll Be Grand Jameson, Dominic, Anna Helm Roos, Lil Dicky, Funny Observation McGrew, Danny McLaughlin, The Fabulous Frogman, Sam, Michelle Brown, Michaela Doughty, Sackman41 and Buster. Thank you all for the continued support. We really, really, really appreciate you. And um, if you want to join those fine people, head on over to the Patreon links below. There's also a merch store, heroesforhire.ie forward slash shop. Twitter is at heroesforhirepod. The four is the number four. Facebook is Detective Development's discussion group. Instagram is heroesforhirepodcast. And the best way to ever help out the show is to tell one human being that we exist. Just a one, please. I think that's about it, Connor. I think so. So I've been Connor Lawler. I've been Sean Meehan. I shall see you all next week. Bye. Bye. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. 
Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinarian developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details.